You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. This is Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for being a part of the loyal uh, listening audience for this podcast. Thanks for letting me have a voice in your life. I am so thankful for you. This is episode 232, and I'm going to be talking about heterodoxy. Uh, Now, I've never been asked directly about this. I've been asked about orthodoxy and heresy. Um, I covered orthodoxy in episode 208. I covered heresy in the most recent episode before this one, episode 231. Um, But I've never been asked about this, but there is a third category. And so uh, if you haven't listened to those episodes, give you a quick heads up. Orthodoxy is in essence the general consensus of what is truth. You know, throughout the centuries, throughout the generations of Christians, uh, many Christians have gotten together and have determined, okay, what do we actually believe as Christians? Um, there's essential categories and non-essentials. The essentials are like the deity of Christ, the Trinity, the, in- the inerrancy and inspiration of Scripture, um, salvation by faith in Christ alone, things like that. And there are others on that list, obviously other things on the list. Um, These are the essentials. And then there's non-essentials. These are the things we say, hey, these are not matters of salvation. We have slightly difference of opinions. These are not as foundational or as fundamental as the essentials. But there is a limited amount of viable interpretations. You can't, just because it's non-essential doesn't mean you can believe whatever you want. Um, Throughout the centuries, Christians have come together and come to a consensus that even within orthodoxy, there is an allowance for disagreement um, and differing views, but there's not an infinite amount of infinite or an infinite amount of uh, of difference, differing of views allowed. So within orthodoxy, with the essentials, we say this is what we believe. You can't take this away. You can't disagree with this. This is the essentials of the faith. And then there's the non-essentials. These are the areas where you can maybe maybe there's three or four or five viable interpretations of that. That's kind of the overall overarching consensus. That's if you're within that bounds, you're within the bounds of orthodoxy. Um, once you go outside of orthodoxy and you start teaching something or believing something that is opposite of orthodoxy, then you have now gone into the land of heresy and you are being a heretic. Uh, whether you're embracing opposite of orthodoxy or you are teaching it in either regard you could be labeled a heretic and in most cases heresies are going to be destructive i talked about this extensively in episode 231 heresies are not just things that are opposite of the scriptures and opposite of what the general consensus has been throughout the centuries but it's also a teaching that is typically typically going to be detrimental or harmful in one way or another to the people of God, if the people of God start believing that thing. So again, orthodoxy is the general consensus. Here's what most Christians have embraced as truth based on what we see in the scriptures. Heresy is anything that is uh, opposite of what is clearly taught in scripture. It is outside the bounds of orthodoxy, and it is it is harmful if anyone believes those particular things. If someone starts believing the heresy, then it's going to be destructive to them in one way or another. Um, and most people kind of view those as the two main categories, and, th- and they are the main two categories, orthodoxy and heresy. Uh, but there is a third category, what we would call heterodoxy. Heterodoxy are beliefs that may not fall within orthodoxy, but they're not the opposite of orthodoxy. They're not 
clearly contrary to the teachings of Scripture, and they and they are probably not harmful or detrimental to people in any way whatsoever if people begin to believe that particular doctrine. Um, heterodoxy would be a teaching that, again, is not opposite of orthodoxy, just different than orthodoxy. I, I myself embrace most orthodox doctrine for sure, um, but there are even some some areas of my doctrine of theology um, and kind of how I view uh, how I view eschatology and how I view Genesis chapter one, uh, my view on heaven and hell, to some extent, by some people would be labeled uh, heterodoxy. I don't embrace a lot of heterodox heterodoxy, but to some extent, some of my views could be in the minds of some people um, outside of orthodoxy. They're not opposite of orthodoxy. Um, they're not in, they're not contradicting orthodoxy. They're not contradicting anything that's clearly stated in the scripture. And none of my beliefs, I don't believe, are harmful to people um, in any way whatsoever, detrimental. So they, they would not be labeled heresy, but they might be different than orthodoxy and therefore would be labeled heterodoxy. Uh, again, it's not necessarily contradicting orthodoxy, just different than orthodoxy. One other thought before I let you go, and that is frequently if someone is different than us, we assume that they're not orthodox. We assume they're not legit. Maybe they're fake or maybe they're off. And I think that's dangerous um, in a lot of ways. Again, we want to hold to the essentials of the faith and we want to fight for those. Um, we want to stand for truth and biblical conviction, absolutely. Um, but there is an allowance for differences, or there ought to be. There's Not everything is black and white. There's a lot of gray when it comes to interpreting the scriptures. And we want to be cautious that we don't that we don't assume that someone has to agree with us in order to be, in order to be right. Um, if, for example, there are some denominations that refer to other denominations as heterodox or as heretical just because they don't agree with them. Um, if you're Roman Catholic, obviously all Protestants would be considered um, at least heterodox, and in some cases, a lot of cases, heretical. Um, if someone you're, if someone's a part of the Eastern Orthodox Church, they would consider all other Christians to be heterodox or heretical. Um, within Protestantism, there's a lot of denominations that do that. So we just want to be, I guess we just want to be cautious that we don't jump to conclusions or don't we don't quickly dispel someone as not being Orthodox just because they don't agree with us. Let me finish out this episode with uh, with a quote from one of my favorite preachers and teachers from church history, Charles Spurgeon. Spurgeon said this, See, you shall find spiritual life in every church. I know that it is the notion of the bigot that all of the truly godly people belong to the denomination which he adorns. Orthodoxy is my doxy. Heterodoxy is anybody else's doxy who does not agree with me. I love that. Spurgeon is basically just saying, listen, there's spiritual life in a lot of different churches. Don't assume that what you believe is right and someone else believes is heterodoxy. He says, basically, bigots have this thought in their mind that if you're truly godly, you belong to my denomination, right? If you're if you're a Presbyterian, you're thinking all the truly godly people are Presbyterian. If you're Baptist, all the truly godly people are Baptist. And if you're something else, maybe you're not as godly. If you're Lutheran, you're thinking to yourself, the truly godly ones, the right ones, they're with us. They're Lutheran. All the others, eh, they're, you know, they're maybe a little bit off. Um, that's what Spurgeon basically is attacking. He's saying, be cautious that you don't say to yourself, orthodoxy is my doxy. And anyone who doesn't agree with me is is heterodox. Be cautious 
that we don't become a bigot, that we don't become blinded, that we don't become so overly fundamentalistic that maybe we miss that we miss the point that that there is room for disagreement. And the reality is maybe the person that is wrong is not the person you're looking at in a different church or different denomination. Maybe the person that is wrong is the one that you see in the mirror. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope this has been helpful, and I hope it's been challenging to some extent. If you have a question or a topic that you want me to address on a future episode of the podcast, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. Hey, if this show has been a blessing to you in any way whatsoever, head on over to whatever podcast player or directory you use and leave us a great review, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Head on over there, leave a five-star rating, a great review. Those are a big, big help to the show because they help us reach more people. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. We'll be right back.